The Supreme Court says the First Amendment absolutely protects Coach Kennedy's right to take a knee at the 50 for a quiet personal prayer. I'm Stuart Shepard and this is First Liberty Live. This is a very special Monday edition of First Liberty Live because we did not want to wait to share the good news with you. So we figured we'll just go live today. Here it is on a Monday. We've got Kelly Shackelford here who's President, CEO and Chief Counsel of First Liberty Institute and our friend Joe Kennedy who we've known for years now who today is a su Supreme Court winner, a victor, a, a, a person of interest, a person who has finally hit the goal line and, and literally won the biggest game of your life. Welcome, Kelly. Welcome, Joe. Thanks. Appreciate it, buddy. I know you've both been doing a lot of media interviews this morning, so you may have heard some of these questions already, but, but we just wanted to toss them to you again. Sure. Joe, when we were in Bremerton a while back, I, I saw you talking on the field to a former player. And, and I get the impression that many of your players have been watching you over the years. They've been looking to see what you do, how you react, how you talk about this, whether you stay in this or not. What do you hope your players learn from their old football coach? Really simple, that the fight never ends. Your whole life is gonna be full of these. And it's how you just go through them. You never give up, you just keep going forward. And that's one of the things that I've always told him. Even if things get really tough and it gets uncomfortable, you do what's right. And I, hopefully that I set that example and they can see that, hey, it does pay off in the end. You did not play football in high school. No, I did not. You don't really know a whole lot about football. That's yeah. part of the story that I just love. <laughs> but they hired you to do what? What was your role on the team? My primary job was to be looking out for those young men and to be building them as a, a team, building leadership in them, and really just getting the most out of them on Friday nights and in practices is, that's all that I wanted to do is make them better young men. And I think uh, Bremerton High School, we, we did that on our teams. I've been on social media this morning and people are all over the map on this case. I mean, they're, they're talking about all kinds of different ways. Just from your lips to, the, to their ears, what was it you were asking to do? Just say it simply, what were you suing for? Only thing I want to do is to be a coach and to thank God afterwards. By yourself? Yeah, that's the way it started. It started out just uh, 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 my covenant between me and God, just thanking him after a football game for having that opportunity. And yeah, it went different from that for a while, but in the end, that's the way it was. And that's yeah. the way it's going to be. It's always been just a private moment between me and God. And to be clear, when the school asks you, you got to stop praying with the players. You said, okay, because that's not what your commitment was, That right? is correct. So what did you do instead? I just went out and did what I always did. I just took a knee, said thanks, and went back to doing what I was doing. I mean, this is such a small thing. We're talking eight years of coaching and you think how many days months years and hours you break all that down yeah that is so many and we're talking about a 15 second prayer so talk about a, a nothing this was not even a blip in our program i've been really encouraged by the way you've hung in with this because this thing has dragged on and, and uh, you lost at the district court you lost at the appeals court it went to the supreme court they said not yet you went back to the district court and lost there you went to the appeals court and lost there. Today, finally, the final score is Joe one, Bremerton School District zero. What kept you in this fight? My family, supporters, uh, stubbornness, and <laughs> you know, just trying to 
be that example. I mean, it, some things are worth fighting for and every American's rights, person of faith, a person of no faith, it doesn't make any difference. The First Amendment is the First Amendment for all Americans. It doesn't matter who they are or what their background is. And I, I'm just glad that I got to fight for everybody's rights and their freedoms. Yeah, we're very proud of you. Kelly, uh, you're the attorney in this one. Uh, we've had a lot of attorneys working on this, but you've been beside Coach Joe from the beginning. What did we win today? Uh, help us understand what happened. Well, it's, boy, that's a, uh, I could give you a long answer, um, <laughs> I, but I'll give you a short one. I don't want to hear that sometime, but some, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> the short, we won something immediate, which is we won for Joe. And, and that means, uh, you know, a lot of people don't focus on this. Joe didn't ask for a penny. Right. No money, nothing. Just wanted his job back and wanted to be able to say a 15 to 20 second prayer. So we won that. So some people ask me on CBS and some of these national news today. It's like, well, well, does he have his job back yet? It was like, well, I consider he does because the Supreme Court just said to the school district, you lost. And he was suing for his job back and his prayer. So I expect in the fall, Coach will be back on the field, yeah. and he will be praying. And, uh, that's, and we'll, we'll be there. Absolutely. So you that's be. number one. <laughs> number two, he, 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 there's never been a case at the Supreme Court on either coaches or teachers and their First Amendment rights with regard to their, their faith. This is the first one ever. So this is going to set a precedent that protects every teacher, every coach, really will have implications beyond that even to people who work for government but on a whole another another level something happened that we weren't expecting which is i think a lot of our supporters know that the lemon case is a case that was aptly named uh 50 years ago that has been used to really attack religious freedom and we talked about it a lot in connection with our bladensburg cross case which which dealt with lemon and the Bladensburg case got brought up in this decision as well. Well, that's the interesting thing. And I was going to say about the broader, even than coach and then all teachers and, and all coaches, is Lemon has created this hostility to religion approach in all kinds of cases. And in our Bladensburg Cross case, we had them set it aside, but that was just in the context of public displays. There have been tens of thousands of lawsuits involving our schools, which cite Lemon. Well, today, the Supreme Court said, no more lemon. This has caused all this hostility to religion, uh, and they threw it out. They, it, it's like, um, you know, essentially, we've had our First Amendment suffocated in one area of life, and that is our schools. Yeah. And that's over. I mean, this is a, you know, Coach Kennedy's name is going to be on not just a Supreme Court decision, but a landmark Supreme Court decision that changes a whole approach that was wrong, and, and really there's gonna be freedom now that hasn't been here in most people who were watching this most of their lifetime. I wanna read a couple of sentences out of what uh, Justice Gorsuch wrote when he delivered the opinion today. <clears throat> he opened with something that sounds like common sense to all of us, and probably most people in the country, but yet at every court that we went to leading up to today, they just couldn't see it this way. But here's what he wrote. He said, quote, the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment protect an individual engaging in a personal religious observance from government reprisal. The Constitution neither mandates nor permits the government to suppress such religious expression. Kelly, when you read that sentence, what do you see? Well, it's pretty simple. Coach has a right to free speech, 
He has a right to the free exercise of his religion. And, you know, that's what they violated. The government came in here. They, they, you know, they really fired him from his job because he spoke to God and because he exercised in his religion. And their justification that was, well, because he's saying something or doing something religious, we can do that. No, it's the very opposite. You know, yeah. you're, you're the government and you're punishing him because of his faith and his religious expression. You can't do that. Joe, were you surprised when they fired you? I mean, I know you saw it coming, but when you started realizing that's where this was headed, were you surprised by how that was going? Especially at the beginning, I was. I thought, this is all a big misunderstanding. If we sat down and talked about it, and that's the way it was at the beginning. Yeah. We were talking like people, and we were navigating through it. Everything was fine. Then their lawyers got involved, and everything went silent. I was blocked out from being able to talk to, to people anymore. And that's the part that really surprised me and thought, wow, this is, this is a serious thing. It's, it strikes me, you know, back to the idea of this being common sense. If it was just conversation and working it out, this could have ended right back at the very beginning. Might have lasted a week or two and they would have said, okay, let's figure out a way that, that you get your religious freedom. We protect ourselves from whatever it is we think we're afraid of out there and taking care of it. But instead it takes this to tell them that, but it also wins something bigger. And Kelly, here's another line that stood out in, in the decision I want to get your reaction to. Uh, given all the confusion around this area of law, Justice Gorsuch writes, in no world may a government entity's concerns about phantom constitutional violations justify actual violations of an individual's First <laughs> Amendment rights. That seems pretty straightforward. This sets a standard for coaches, teachers, other public employees all across America. This, I mean, my entire career doing religious freedoms cases, this has been one of the defenses that they always try. Well, yeah, we are taking away their free speech rights or their free exercise rights, but we're doing it because we're concerned about the Establishment Clause, or they'll say separation of church and state, which they're really referencing the Establishment Clause. Right. And they'll say, well, even if it wasn't really a violation of the Establishment Clause, the fact that we are concerned in doing it for that reason makes it okay that we strip away their First Amendment rights. And Justice Gorsuch here says a, a phantom constitutional right does not allow you to strip somebody's First Amendment freedoms from them. Yeah. This is going to be a really significant part of the holding that will be used to stop all of these excuses that schools give for shutting down the freedoms of their teachers, their coaches. Look, the line that the that they drew that I think everybody agrees with is we don't ever want teachers, coaches to coerce anyone with regard to their religion, which, of course, Coach Kennedy never did, never wanted to, never would do. But the idea that if you see the coach 100 yards across the field going to a knee, that that means well, we can't allow that because somebody might see that. Somebody might. That's right. Yeah. And that allows us to take away his freedom. That's, that's a ridiculous argument. It's the argument in this case, and it's dead. What's and your advice for coaches and other teachers and people in public schools? I, I think they need to understand that the Supreme Court is with them, that they have their First Amendment right to live out their faith, do never coerce any student, which again, no, no one would right. if they're following their faith. And, but don't allow yourself to be intimidated out of your rights, your freedoms, your, your ability to be who God wants you to be, which is don't be ashamed 
of who you are, whether you're whatever your faith, whatever your background. That's what America believes in. I mean, we're we came here for religious freedom. And the idea that we've shut this down for so long, this is a huge day when they lifted really the 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 gag order uh, on people throughout our public schools. So this is going to change. We're going to have to fight a lot of these cases to work this out, I think, in the future. But a very significant uh, barrier that's been in place for most of our lives is gone. Let me throw in just real quick, just a few examples to kind of unpack this and the, the larger impact here. Uh, for example, a school teacher in an elementary cafeteria sang a prayer over her meal before she eats. That's right. Under their argument, that would be unconstitutional, but and they could shut her down. Decision, under today's decision, if you interfere or punish that teacher for bowing their head over their meal or crossing themselves, mm-hmm. then you as the school district are going to be in big trouble. Jewish teacher wearing a yarmulke. Same thing. <clears throat> Protected to wear a yarmulke. Um, you know, there have been no, numerous uh, cases where a teacher would have books and maybe they had their own personal Bible somewhere. Yeah. Uh, that was, you know, again, not anymore. Ash That's Wednesday? not what we do to people. Ash yeah. Wednesday? Ash Wednesday, you, you can't punish. You can't tell them they have to take it off. You can't tell them they can't wear a cross, uh, you know, a necklace or whatever else. This, this whole approach, this sort of religious cleansing is over in the United States. Very good. Joe, what's your encouragement for other coaches who, who may have been thinking, I like what he's doing, but I don't have the guts to do it. But boy, I, I feel compelled, feel led to take a knee at the 50. What's your advice to them? Be, be strong in your faith. I mean, it's not a big deal to have faith or ha- not have faith. It, but your First Amendment is something that we all should be, you know, celebrating. We should be using our freedoms. People have fought and died for that. So stand up and be bold. And yeah, you don't have to cram anything down anybody's throat, but never be afraid to, to be who you are. There have been a lot of hands in this battle. I know you have a grateful heart because I've gotten to talk to you at length on more than a few occasions. I want to give you a chance just to thank the people that helped make this happen, that that were with you all this time, either through prayer, signing a petition, uh, supporting financially, the attorneys who helped. I just want to hear from you. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. That, That is what has sustained me throughout this entire thing, not just my faith, but all the supporters. I mean, the team here at First Liberty, my buddy, AJ Ferrati, who got me all into this. We got uh, Jeff Heldson up in, you know, Bremerton, Washington. He's yeah. our, he's my hometown hero up there. And everybody else that has supported, prayed, reported, you think about this and, and it seems like everybody in America has touched this in one way or another. And I'm in awe over that. I thank God for it and I thank everybody for every, every bit of support that we've had and taking an interest in the First Amendment. If you are on my side or you're on the other side, they took interest in it. And hey, I will always fight for that. So thank you guys so much. And I'm just blessed by all of you. You know, I think of like the Bowden family, you know, these, these great coaches that, that uh, coaches always looked up to, that we always have to, for them to come out, Tony Dungy, all these people coming out in favor of Coach Kennedy. Yeah. And uh, I think of, we were trying to guess, we were just having a guesstimate, probably we were guessing seven or eight million dollars of attorney time given through all these cases for Coach Kennedy. Wow. And I just thank all of our supporters for, I mean, the prayers. One of my problems is my phone's going crazy because everybody wants to thank Coach because they met him <laughs> and they love Coach Kennedy and they, they feel invested in his life. And uh, 
they're just thrilled about today. So I, I just thank everybody who's had a part of this. Everybody who's a part of First Liberty, you are a part of what happened today through your prayers, through your support, uh, through standing with Joe when he didn't feel like there was anybody to stand with him. I, I don't think I could write a check with that many zeros. <laughs> you could. You take but. a second party and just don't cash it. We would be representing weeks. you in a bank fraud. Yeah, yeah. So everybody that has donated to this and kept us going and led First Liberty grow, that is awesome because there's no way. I mean, high school football coach, yeah, I couldn't afford any of that. And, and it was part time. I mean, we need yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly, yeah. Uh, Joe, you need to know, and I've been reading this morning on social media, former Attorney General of the United States spoke out in favor of you. Uh, former uh, White House Press Secretary had kind things to say about you. A friend of mine who's a U.S. Congressman wrote a note uh, praising you for what you did. There are a lot of people in this country that are very proud of you for staying with the fight, for being diligent, for not giving up, for hanging in there through all of this. I know you've gotten a lot of criticism along the way as well. People have said a lot of really unkind things toward you, but I want you to know at least on my calendar today, all across America, is Joe Kennedy Day. Okay, this is your day. Congratulations. Thank you, my friend. Amen. Very proud of you. Kelly, thank you for the work you do. And, and thank you. Right now, First Liberty has at least three other cases that could go to the Supreme Court. You never know, but we're pressing ahead with those. If you'd like to be a part of those victories in the future, if you'd like to have, uh, in a sense, metaphorically speaking, your name on those decisions when they come around, would you consider supporting the work that we do here? Just look for the big red give button up at the top of FirstLibertyLive.com. And let me just say thank you in advance. We can't do this without you. Uh, this is your opportunity to see what you want done in the real world actually happen. So First Liberty is your last line of defense and your greatest hope for victory.